0: Hey, Devon. Hi, Helen. It is good to be back on the porch and ready to have some talk. It's good to see you. And today you came over to my house. Um, I needed to decorate for Christmas early this year, Just, just something I wanted to do. So my porch is decked out. We are cuddled up with comfy blankets, and we have our hot chocolate, so we're good to go. Yes, we are, (laughs) and your portrait's a lovely, Devon. Thank you. Thank you for being here. We enjoyed yours in the summer and fall, and so thanks for letting me host it today. Thank you. We're going to talk today about something that we've been wanting to talk about for a while, and something that I feel like we both have gone through this year, and I'm sure in previous times, and we'll get to that but it's reinventing ourselves. Yes. So let's start with why do you think, what are some reasons why a person might decide it's important to reinvent themselves?
1: Starting a new job, new season of life, new season of parenting.
0: Yeah. Um, And then even this year with COVID, we've seen businesses kind of have to reinvent themselves in the restaurants having outdoor dining that never did before, Um, and just a lot of order, ordering things, Um, so we've seen that with businesses too, haven't we?
1: Yes. So,
0: um,
1: and it's been really inspiring to see that creativity come out, and how a lot of these businesses have been able to shift to meet the needs
0: of their customer base, that's what I've thought, too. I've had fun seeing um, people rise to the occasion and really come up with really cool ideas. And I am so impressed, especially with the businesses that were just starting right as this thing hit. I mean, goodness, it's hard enough for a business, but I've seen um, some of our local businesses that were starting as this started, and they're, they're thriving because they just have figured out ways to make it work. So Absolutely. it definitely has brought out creativity in people. When are some times in your life that you have reinvented yourself?
1: I have changed jobs quite frequently. Recently, I made a list of all of the roles that I have held. And I honestly surprised myself because when I started listing them, I thought, oh, I forgot I did that. <laughs> So I definitely think that when I start a new job for me personally, I have to figure out how I can um, align my identity as a person with that role Mm
0: -hmm. so
1: that I can be successful in it. And I definitely think that that um, involves, on the one hand, drawing on experiences that I've had in the past, but then also at least partially reinventing myself, if that makes sense.
0: Yes, definitely. I think that's good. We do have to look like inner self, don't we, to be able to reinvent and for it to be a worthwhile um, option for us. I'm like you not long ago because one of the classes I teach, we do resumes, and so I made myself do a new resume, um, and it was fun, and it, like, did excite me and kind of surprised me, like you said, to list all the different things I've done, and then the things through those, all those individual jobs, like the skills I had gained, and, um, so that's fun, so that might be something for people that are listening to think about doing, is writing down all the things that you have done, all the, um, you know, people give us titles, jobs give us titles, but think how would you actually give yourself a title? So I love like when stay at home moms started calling it rather than just stay at home moms, they started calling it um, things, creative things like home engineer or, you know, home planner, um, household CEO. <laughs> yes, yes, because even for a stay at home mom, <clears throat> it's amazing the things that they take charge of and keep running because they are home, you know, doing, doing those things. So, um, so in this year, have you felt like you had to reinvent yourself at all or have you seen a change?
1: Not specifically, Because of what comes to mind when we think of this year.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, But the way that I have had to reinvent myself this year is as a parent. Mm -hmm. Because our daughter is in her sophomore year of high school. So now we're preparing for her to leave the nest. So I have noticed a dramatic shift in myself. Whereas before, middle school is just hard. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so when we were going through that time period, phase, and um, all of that, then my parenting style was much more nurturing and coddling and let me just support and protect you. And now as we look toward her leaving the nest and leaving the home, um, I am more about empowering her, holding her accountable, um, holding her feet to the fire, (laughs) and more tough love. So, And I did not foresee that I would be making that shift or really anticipate the need for it. And then it just kind of hit me in the face like this has to happen. Mm-hmm. So that's been my major reinventing of this
0: year. And I think that's how it happens a lot, isn't it? That you maybe weren't planning for a reinvention, but one happened because of her age and the, the stages that she's going through now and thinking ahead for you. And your husband and how things will look different and stuff.
1: Right. Yeah. And we've just gotten her into an accelerated high school program where she can graduate early, which I did not realize we would oh, be doing. Wow. Yeah. So that big, just accelerated everything yes. even more.
0: Well, I've had that kind of year too, and again, not um well, I my job was affected somewhat by COVID in terms of I didn't lose a job, so I'm thankful for that. But um the duties that I've taken on this year have changed um, because of uh, virtual teaching and um, not having a big part of what I did in my job last year. So I'm just thankful that um, my dean saw fit to (laughs) help me along with a reinvention and I got to keep a job. Um, And then for me in terms of parenting, my daughter got married, and so now I'm a mother-in-law also, and just one more step. She'd already left home, so I'd already, already was having to parent in a different way, because she's an adult living her own life, but now it's even one more step of kind of her pulling away to do her own thing, but then, you know, you're still just as tight. You still care about your kids, and... In fact, she started a new job today, and that's been on my mind all day, I have to say. so As uh, it would be. Yeah, so um, it's life. I mean, maybe we could look back. We probably would be surprised if we looked back at how many times, really, we could put in quotations, we've reinvented ourselves Mm -hmm. throughout the years. I can remember... Like, if I even think back before I moved to the town that you and I both live in now, and the life that I led in another town, it was different. Like, I feel like I was a different Devon there than I am here. Um, I totally relate to that. Yeah. And I even remember my best friend there was so excited because I had um, qualms about leaving because we had really loved living there. And I was leaving a lot of really good, rich friendships. But my best friend was excited. She's like, I Think, you can go to this new town and just be whoever you want to be because they don't know you. And that was fun to think about in my head. Like and she even encouraged me, like, take on a new accent. <laughs> <laughs> Which I didn't because I would not have remembered to keep that up. But it was fun to think about, like how will I be different there? Will I be different there?
1: I like that. Yeah.
0: So so if anybody, we have a friend right now that's getting ready to move to a new state and start kind of a new life. And so if there's anyone that is listening, sometimes we're, we're kind of sad about a move. Maybe, you know, you're excited about a move. Um, but it is a fun time to think about, like, what do I want to leave behind? Um and what do what do I want to be in the new place? So that's kind of fun to think about. I like that. Yeah. Um do you feel like you're an embracer of change? I do. I would say you do. Like that you are as <laughs> your <Yeah>. friend. <laughs> Yeah, because I think that makes it easier the reinvention if you are someone that change doesn't just totally mess with you. I guess depends on what the change is, but I can get excited about um, whatever the new is that's coming, or that's the how I focus on it, even if maybe I'm scared about it. But I'll tell myself, but let's look, let's look for the excitement in this change. Right. And then it makes it a little easier, I feel like.
1: And as a coach, working with clients who are embarking on change, I get excited about helping them find the excitement in it and um, supporting
0: them and embracing it. Do you think in your time as being a coach and because you're doing that for others, it's made it more has made it easier for you yourself
1: I think so because then I go into coaching myself at yes, times <laughs> yes
0: yes, because I know I'm like that with my students sometimes I have to take stock and then be like okay now you say this to them so can you say that to yourself about you know maybe a change or um going for something new um okay I have some ways that I came up with to help the process of reinventing. So I want to see, I want to run these by you and you you tell me if you agree and just fill in anything on it that you want to. So my first thought that I had was that we first need to figure out who we are. (laughs) So sometimes I think... (laughs) sorry, my road's a little <laughs> a little busier than Helen's, if you can hear that. Um, <laughs> I sometimes think that we get going so fast in life that we forget even who we are. So, I think it would be fun if we, right now, I don't like labels. We, neither one really like labels. But if we were to say, Hi, I'm Helen, and I'm... What would we say? Do we want to do that little activity? Maybe. (laughs) Um, um, Because sometimes I think you have to be a little braver if you're going to reinvent yourself. Um, I just spoke. It was a virtual conference, but um, I put myself out there because I've been wanting to speak. And so I had sent in a proposal and actually got selected and then just kicked myself <laughs> for even doing it because it scared me to death and I didn't even mention it to people again until like the day before because <laughs> I didn't want people asking me about it leading up to it because it would just make me that much more nervous, but when they did the little description of me. Um, it was kind of like, what do I want to say about myself? And so I think sometimes go ahead and embrace that that new thing that you're trying and put that in your title <laughs> and because then it's kind of like, okay, yeah, maybe I just spoke one time <laughs> so far, but I'm going to start calling myself a speaker. Right. <laughs> you know, just because that's something I'm working toward. And if I say it out loud then I'm going to work toward it more and cement it more. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So that's kind of what I'm thinking along the lines of, um, titles and we don't have to do it, but that's where my mind went with that. Um, so figuring out who we are, um, along with that deciding, okay, what in my life for if I was making a physical move just to not have to take so much stuff, I would leave behind physical things. I'd have a yard sale. I'd take things and donate. Um, I'd ask friends, Hey, can you use dot, dot, dot. So as we reinvent ourselves, I think that's something to think about too. Moving forward, what do I want to go with me and what do I want to leave back here? So, um, So that means looking at what no longer serves me. And that can even be, if I'm going to speak, then it no longer serves me to remember a label that I had as a child that I was a shy child. I would have never raised my hand to speak in class. I answered when I got called on. And so I can leave behind that label as I move forward. Um, So sometimes it can even be things like that. That is so good. Are you thinking anything in your own?
1: I just love the visual of packing the moving truck. What's going to Goodwill? What's going on the truck Uh that can be useful? Where I'm headed? Yeah,
0: I love visuals. So when I I can look at it that way, that I can start to truly purge things because I've seen what's well, trying to get put on the truck that <laughs> does not need to be on the truck. So, um, and I think all these things, thinking about who I am, what doesn't serve me anymore, where am I going, what do I want to be going toward, all those things bring out our true authentic self, I feel like, and we're all about that. <laughs> yes. So, that was my first one. Anything there you want to speak about? I'm loving it. Let's okay. keep going. The second one is defining our core values. Um, so what truly matters to you. And I think you you would think that we all, I think in the home that we grew up in, we picked up whatever the core value in that home was. Um, but then... Maybe because of our childhood, we decided, I'm going to mix that up a little bit. You know, there were some things missing or some things that maybe we didn't really agree with or feel comfortable with. And so you start your own, and it doesn't even have to be a married person, starting a family, but just moving out of the home. You know, my daughter and her husband now, they're they're deciding what's important for them. And I'm sure that they're both bringing things, not only do they come from different families, but they come from different countries. And so in his country, some things are gonna be different than ours. And so they're merging those things and coming up with what's gonna be their core values for their family. And that just excites me to even think about. I was thinking that too, how exciting. Yeah. Um, but we can tweak our core values at any point. It doesn't have to be this new little couple marrying or the first time someone moves out of the family home into their own apartment. You know, we can we can think. Of, and I think even with your daughter, as she gets older, you know, I've seen that with my kids because we're already in empty nest. Um, your core values can change. Where there used to be... A whole lot of emphasis on our kids because it had to be when they were, especially when they were really, really small. Um, Now it can be more emphasis on me and my husband. And we can be, and we almost take glee in this, Helen, I'll be honest. Glee in, like, saying to the kids sometimes, like, well, maybe we'll be home that weekend, you know, (laughs) just to be funny. But it's, but it's real. It's like, we have to look at what's important for us And I think that's what, you know, we have to keep in mind as our kids grow up and move on that we have to allow them space and then we have to take some space. Um, And we can't be, you can have close ties. And my daughter has just moved back into the U.S., and I'm already saying, oh, this is great because we can get together every weekend, (laughs) you know, but that might not be. A typical thing for them or for us to want to do that, you know? Right. So um, so those core values are our foundation of how we're gonna do everything, so I think it's important to like check ourselves about that. Absolutely. Um, I'm gonna keep going. Okay, number three is clearing space for the reinvention. So, I put down, I was making notes to myself, and I put too much equals overwhelming. (laughs) So as I reinvent, or I take on new tasks at work, for instance, my dean is adjusting you know, well, then she's not going to be able to do this, or this is not going to be as big of a part because she's doing this now. So, same thing in just our everyday life. We have to think, okay, again, kind of like packing that truck. Um, Some of it's negative things that we want to leave back, or, you know, but some of it might be good things, um, but we just don't have time for it. So, kind of (laughs) prioritizing, that came out funny, prioritizing um, what's the most important thing at this moment, so... I totally
1: agree, and honestly, it might seem strange, but I think being in the midst of a pandemic, I think that is the perfect time to reinvent.
0: And I feel like talking to lots of friends that that's a lot of what went on with families this year is um like looking at their family how do we live people moving out of big cities like we're having an influx in our own little town yes even if it's just a second home somewhere where they feel like it's safe to go and um but i was somewhere this weekend away from here and they were saying, "Oh my goodness, people are moving here right and left because it's smaller, it's slower paced, they feel like this is a safe zone, and mm-hmm. so um so moves, and then that affects jobs, you know I think after this, I really feel like I know at the college um." we're going to be doing a lot more virtual. So it kind of like bumped us (laughs) into doing some things that we should have been doing already. Um, And so we can offer to offer more to people if we can do it virtually. You know, parents that are home with kids can still be taking a class and and that sort of thing. So we had it, but now we have it more. (laughs) So
1: major focus of my life this year has been ramping up my business and I have shared previously on the podcast that I'm a seven on the Enneagram Mm -hmm. and we just we're we're your social butterfly extroverts we want to be invited to everything we suffer majorly from fear of missing out (laughs) and so I have really realized recently how in the past that may have inhibited me in trying to go after my own goals because I was always caught up with, you know, wanting to be social and what's going on over here. What's this person doing? Let Mm -hmm. me call this friend. And, um, while obviously we want to continue to nurture relationships in every season, um, I just I what I keep telling myself now is it's a pandemic. No one's getting together. Nothing's happening. I can take this class. Yes, (laughs) I can take this class now. I can Uh, work on this. I can just mm -hmm. really focus in on my goals because I deserve being able to focus on my goals.
0: Ooh, I love that you say you deserve to be able to do that, and you do. Um, And I love the fact that you're focusing on things and I think the pandemic that that's another thing if we looked at a positive that came from it is that we have all focused on where we were where we are now you know when this is all over um where we want to be right so I that's good that's good And you know what? There's going to be plenty of parties, aren't there? Right. (laughs) And haven't you found that, again, with the creativity, that if you want to see people bad enough, that we've all been, like, we are shivering (laughs) on my front porch so that we can be safe and but still have this time to do this together um, and be together. So I think people are being creative about Still finding ways to connect with people. And that's neat, too.
1: But it's fun being cozied up under blankets on the porch. It is. I'm
0: loving it. Um, that was good. So, clearing space. And I had even put down uh, focus and priorities. So, you hit that. Um... Okay, you and I are both writers, so I know that there would be some people that may not agree with this one, but I put down, start keeping a reflective diary, Um, because I know for myself that when I write things, I think I'll remember things, and I have thoughts throughout the day, my mind is always racing about writing things or things that I want to share with you as a friend, things I think might be cool for the podcast. And so I have to write them down because I don't remember them like I think I will. Um, I do have to admit that every year I get myself a cool little journal like this one. And then this is the first time I've written in it because most of my notes are in my phone or they're on little scraps of paper or they're on my planner at work, you Same. know, and so I have notes and ideas floating all over the universe, um, so if you can keep, so I keep on telling myself, well, just put it in your purse, just put it in your purse, because when I do find all my scraps, and all my different journals that I've started because I have so many friends (laughs) that give me journals and I start off with good intentions. I want to go back and see like one completed and see all the thoughts that I had in that year. And um, it doesn't always happen, but it's fun to come across notes that I've had, and unfortunately, sometimes my shorthand is so short (laughs) that I just look at it, and I think, I wonder what I was thinking. (laughs) Because I have no idea what that means. But I think when we write things down, or we type it in our phone, or however we um, think about it, that to look back, then we can start seeing patterns, and so we can see good patterns we can see negative patterns um about our thoughts and our actions and then that will help us in our reinventing ourselves
1: Right. I think I talk myself out of journaling because I always think I have to sit down and write eloquent paragraphs yeah. about and everything going that. on in my life at that moment. Yeah. And it could be just let me make a list of, of past roles that I've had and mm-hmm. look for patterns and look for growth. Let me make a list of how the different adjectives I would use to describe myself yeah. at this point in time. Um, just different things like that. Um, let me make a list of the ways I'm reinventing myself this year in 2020 Uh and a lot of, a lot of good can come out of just something I don't want to say, maybe it wouldn't be quick, but
0: (laughs) not too, not too lengthy. yeah. Yeah. And not thinking too much about what you're writing Um, In terms of, like you said, making it eloquent, but just getting it down. Like, while this is on my mind, let me do this. Or if I'm making a list, let me just write it down. I don't have to word it just right, just so I know exactly what I I mean. So, yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, Identifying our strengths. And I really think that that plays into, like you were saying about, Um, writing down all the jobs you've had not just the titles or what the job was but really thinking about all the things you did in that job and which ones and then maybe making a column even of like these are the ones that float my boat (laughs) these are the ones I feel like I'm really good at maybe something floats your boat and you're not good at it yet But it's something, it makes you so happy. Maybe it's something you should keep working toward. Um, And then the ones that like, this really is not what I enjoy about this job. And I'm not saying like you're going to have a job where you never don't like what you're doing, you know, certain aspects of it. But if you, if you look at it, you're gonna see something start happening. Like I know what I love to teach. Now I may be used over here to teach something else and that'll be fine because I'm still teaching and I can think of ways to incorporate some from what I love to do into that maybe to make it better. But I know if I'm looking for something new, where I'm gonna be looking. Because it's going to be where I feel like I come alive. And when I come alive, then I can put more into whatever it is I'm doing. Right.
1: And it's okay to be a beginner
0: Mm -hmm. and to embrace
1: being a beginner.
0: Yeah. What I love to teach the most, I was a total beginner at. And when I was asked to teach it, I was like, I can't do this. I actually said that to my boss. I don't think this is the right fit for me. And she said, well, I think it is. And so I said, why do you think that? And literally, her one reason she thought I would be good for it was patience. (laughs) That I would be patient with the type of students I was going to be working with. And so I decided, okay, I'm pretty much going to have to do this. <laughs> and so that's how I'll go in, is that, okay, I'm patient. Yes, I can be patient with them. <laughs> you know, I thought, oh, that's not enough, but okay. And then someone else said to me, because you don't know what they can't do, because I felt like I should know more about all the many uh, disabilities that were going to be in my class and I didn't. She said, you're going to allow them to do what they can do. And that's what clicked with me. So that put a fire in me like, ooh, let's see every year what they can do. And so that is how I've done it. And it's been very successful. So definitely being a beginner but being open to it and then just somehow put perspective on it so that you can go with it.
1: Yes. And I like what you said about just going in thinking, okay, I'll be patient. Not sure that's enough. That's a start. Yeah. <laughs> um, I read this wonderful book called recently called Blessed Beautiful Now by Corey Leland. And she talks about sending her daughter, who I think was in first grade at the time, to a brand new school. And her daughter was feeling nervous and overwhelmed. And she gave her the best mom advice ever. And I thought, man, I wish I thought to say that to my daughter when she was young and started a new school. But she said, I only need you to do two things today. Be brave and be kind. Ugh. Or maybe it was kind and brave, Uh but either way, I just thought that is beautiful. And so I think that sometimes we need to just get really basic with ourselves like that when we are starting something new. Like okay, I'm going to go in and I'm going to be patient. Just identifying one strength that we have that we can bring to the table. Yeah, and then go in with that, and then you can build on it as you go. Uh-huh. You'll tap into more strengths that you have. You'll develop more strengths. You will. But yeah. I just there's just something I love that. beautiful gonna, about yes. just giving ourselves permission to be What's that going on my that mirror, simple. My bathroom now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's true. Yes, just giving yourself yeah permission um, to. Do Just what you can yes, so if you start there then like you said definitely my instincts took over because I was brave and Just stepped in and took my patience took my bravery took my kindness into that classroom and They knew that they were accepted and that's all they wanted was to be accepted and the rest has come every year. I have learned more about each disability and ways to reach them and ways to pull things out of them and stuff. But, like you said, just starting with a basic. And then it's so important. Like, she did that for her daughter. Her daughter went to school that day knowing Mom was backing her. Yes, You know, and I had that in two people that were backing me. They wanted to see it succeed. And so that's so important, is having people back you on the things that you're trying to be brave about. Absolutely. Yeah. And people who can see that strength yeah. that you're
1: going in with,
0: yeah. who will encourage and call that out on you. Mm-hmm. That's what you need to surround yourself with. <laughs> um, okay, I like this experiment with possible selves (laughs) okay so maybe we think this is the new person i want to be or this is the new job i want to have or this is the new way i want to parent um the new way i want to lead a group um and then maybe it doesn't work out quite right or quite like you wanted. That's okay. So that a while ago you, you said something about giving yourself permission. Give yourself permission to fail at things because you never know if you don't try them. So every year I'm reevaluating how I ran a certain program and I'm thinking about... What can I do better? What worked? What didn't work? Same thing with my students. What seemed to work? What didn't work? What can we try? Um, So it's okay to try on a few different hats, right?
1: Right. And there's more than just the outcomes of pass or fail, succeed, fail. Like we can approach things as this is just an experiment. I'm I'm going to have fun with this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to see what I can learn yeah about myself
0: about this situation right right and then we have to remember too that everything that we're trying um there's always other people involved also (laughs) so what may work with one may not work with another you know teachers always need to know that um but even if you're not a teacher and you're just working in a team my team this next fall looks like it's going to be very different so what worked for our team before may not, and we'll have to try different things um, as a team next year. So um, We learn a lot when things don't work.: yeah, the first time. And I think when, when they don't, that leads a lot of times to more creativity. If we got everything right, the first Get go that would be really boring, wouldn't it? Right, and we might not even go as far as where we might end up if we have all these different tries to get things in a good way. Um, I was just thinking about if there was anything. Oh, another way too, if you want to try something different. Um, It doesn't have to be something permanent. So perhaps you do a freelance job and try it out. Or you volunteer somewhere. So I've had people with our program before, um, you know, I really love what you're doing. It's not something I would do as a career, but could I come volunteer with you guys? And so that's fun. And then people like that that come in, Again, you get fresh ideas, fresh perspective. It's fun to hear an outsider of sorts tell you what they see because, you know, you may have blinders on with what you're seeing. So um, those are good things for us to think about too.
1: Absolutely. And I love the concept behind that. Like, I like what's going on, on over here. I'm going to go check it out. Yeah. Maybe it's not going to be a long-term thing, mm. but I'm just going to go. Check it out. See what's going on. Right. See how I can
0: contribute. Mm-hmm. And that's where we, we find, like, maybe some hidden skills that we didn't even realize were there uh, because we had never been put in a specific position to ever have to use those skills. Right. And so we're thinking differently or we're having to, you know, do an actual hands-on skill that we've never done before. So it's kind of fun and enlightening to put ourselves in something that's not our, our norm. Right. Um, Okay. The next one is you build courage through action. So for reinventing ourselves, um, we've got to be brave and bold like you were talking about a while ago, enough to actually do take a step, <laughs> so it's easy to sit here on this porch and talk about how we could reinvent ourselves, but taking a step, doing that volunteer or speaking at that one conference um, you with how you've gone into a new business for yourself um Taking the step to do that. You know, you went and got, you studied, you went and got a license. Really, those were things you were doing before you ever got into the business and knew whether you are going to like it or not. That was really brave. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though? So, taking steps is the only way that we're, we're going to make, get to a new goal or get to a new place.
1: Right. And sometimes we can struggle to see ourselves as being brave and being bold. Mm -hmm. And that's definitely a great goal to work toward. But in the meantime, maybe we wouldn't call ourselves brave or bold, but we could be curious. Yeah. And then we could want to take steps to investigate something because we're curious about it. We want to know what would happen if we did. Mm -hmm. That can be sort of a first step Mm
0: -hmm. toward becoming brave and bold. Yeah. I, th- yeah, I think that brave, especially bold, I have a certain connotation of what bold looks like. But to me, brave comes in so many stages. And I see people that I think, oh my goodness, that was really brave what they just did that they would be surprised if I said it to them, because to them, you know, it's so easy to think like superheroes are brave, firemen are brave, policemen are brave. The nurses right now working in COVID um, circumstances are very brave. Um, Anyone who tries to change and improve their life in any way is brave. Breaking out of um, an addiction, breaking out of anything that's holding you back is brave. So, I mean, there's so many different ways to be brave. Saying being kind to people right now is brave. Um, In just a tumultuous time to, to be brave enough to say hi to someone, to go up, introduce yourself to someone. That's brave, so right. That little girl going into first grade was brave. Yes, she was. <laughs> oh so, um, so reinventing ourselves means taking risks, and so anytime we're taking a risk, in any way, whatever that may look like, um, I'm going to stick by and look being brave. <laughs> Sorry.. Um, so, I think it's important to widen our circle, and we can do that by, like you saying being curious, um, asking someone that maybe is in a field that we're interested in, about it, um, job shadowing, asking someone if you can job shadow them. Um, I think a lot of these things we think about as like, High schoolers or college-age people do. But you know what? I think grown um, adults can intern. Um, I absolutely loved the movie The Intern. Did you ever see it? I don't think so. It's Robert Robert De Niro, and I just love him. Um, He's, like, retired in the movie. supposed to be, I think, like 70-something. And he... He applies to be an intern at this marketing company, and they're kind of like, this is not what we're looking for. And I can't remember why. I think he mistakenly gets hired for the internship and isn't really supposed to have it. But then guess what they find out? He has a whole lot of wisdom from his 70 something years. He has a whole lot of experience that he brings to the table. Does he do things the old way? He does, and at first they laugh, but then they realize, oh my goodness, we can actually learn from him, take some of the ways he does things and implement it into our new ways. And so I just love that movie because I'm all about, no matter how old you are, especially as I get older, (laughs) I'm all about how, no matter how old you are, try new things. Um, he reinvented himself because he learned from them and he started doing some of the, doing things differently in some of the ways they were doing things. And so it's such a great give and take. Um, And so just being, again, brave enough to put yourself out there and be like, you know, I may not be exactly what you're looking for, but let me tell you what I do bring. And have that list and see, again, that's a great reason to think about those strengths, to think about all those skills you've learned is have that in your head so if it comes up you have to like promote yourself promote yourself yeah so um and never think that you are too old yeah there's just so much to do still for any age Person. There is right. a place for them.
1: Or even like too sophisticated or too experienced. Yeah. Never think that you are too anything. Right. To
0: try something new. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think probably the best companies come from the people where like a CEO doesn't just stay in his office, but he goes down to that plant, or to that construction site, or whatever it may be, goes down to the ER room, you know, and knows himself how to do the different processes, you know, obviously, the CEO of a hospital is not going to operate on someone, but, you know, just knowing the different things, and like you said, never being too sophisticated, or thinking, that is not, uh, in my wool house, in terms of, you know, just because you've never done it before or you've risen above it. You've never risen above everything if you're going to be open to new things. Right. So, um, and then in terms of your circle, just, um, we hit on this a while ago, just having support. Like, I get so much support from you and your friendship because you'll be honest with me, but you'll also be my cheerleader. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll try that. But, hey, before you do, you might want to (laughs) make sure you've done this, you know. (laughs) So, um, you would never let me just run with the bulls. Instead, you would be like, hey, don't wear red when you run with the bulls. (laughs) (laughs) So, so have the right support team around you. Um, And ask for advice. Like, I'm learning that more and more. I don't have to know it all. I can't. Nobody can. And so I can give the person that I'm getting advice from, there's probably a piece of advice I can give to them. You know, and so just being vulnerable enough and honest enough to share when, like, I don't know how to do this. Can you help me with how to do this? Um, so getting advice is being brave (laughs) Um, and then you'll like my last one because we love to do this celebrate success and that can be the tiniest the tiniest success so when we had our very first day of this podcast we were just like so happy and so pleased when we finished it whether it was heard by anybody and i remember us saying even if it's not heard by anybody that was really fun (laughs) we both say we reflect on things because we're doing this process um we think about topics to talk about and so it's a fun process it is and so enjoy the process and don't always like be so focused on what the end goal is. Although I'm very like I do focus on the end goal. <laughs> it is important. But don't be so focused that you don't enjoy the journey to get there. Right. And that end goal may change and that is okay too. So, um just celebrations for any brave step that you take. And I feel like we do that with one another too. Like we like Love to be like, woo, you go girl, you know. So, yes.
1: And something that we attempt or try or experiment with, it can have value even if it doesn't earn money, if it doesn't contribute to our resume, right? If it doesn't fit with our career path to date. If we can't explain to other people why we're curious about it or why
0: we're trying it, yeah, that doesn't matter. Yeah, I think that comes with that whole support thing, too, is you're going to run up on people that are going to be like, you're doing what? Why? Why <laughs> like, are you doing that? <laughs> are you going to make money doing that? Or is this a step for, you know, a new job or something? And it might not be. Like, um, I'm going back to do a master's program, and there would be some that would be like, why are you doing that at this age or this stage? Or is that going to be like a big moneymaker? Nope. It's just something that I want to do for myself. And, and it's okay, Dawn. Yeah, <laughs> and it's okay. So, um, so, yeah, I totally agree with that. Like, just um, do what, what you're feeling led to do. And don't worry, no other people aren't going to get it because it's not their journey. And so you, you're lucky if you find a Helen who tends to get the things that I come up with. Um, <laughs> but you might not have that, and that's okay. Um, and be the friend who might think, I'm not really sure why she's doing that, but boy, she's happy about it. It's energizing her. You go girl. Right. You know? So just, you know, cheer people on and let's not like be critical about what people are doing. Right. Other people's journey
1: doesn't have to make perfect sense to no, us. Ours doesn't. Won't. To them. And
0: sometimes I think our own journey doesn't always make sense to us. Right. But that's when when my journey hasn't at times made sense. And I felt a little bit maybe like a chess piece that was being moved. Um, If you look for the positive in it and you look for the excitement in it and you bring to it what does feel right to you, it tends to work out. Yes. In a really neat way. And we get clarity as we go. Yes. Not as we sit around and try to figure it out. <laughs> right. Because that'll just mess with you. Right. And that's why I've taken that step. And going is really important to reinvent yourself and just journeying through life in general. Even this podcast, and I'll end with this, this podcast was something I never thought about doing a podcast And you just said to me, and as quick as you said it, I said, sure. (laughs) And I do have things that sometimes later on, I'm like, now why did I say sure to that? But this was never (laughs) one of them. It was just like, as soon as you said it, I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be an awesome journey to do this podcast with her. And it has been. And I can't, you know, wait to see where we continue to go on this journey
1: and I am so grateful to be on this
0: journey with you thank Thank you you. so we had a lot that we ended up talking about with reinventing but um, I'm gonna leave the listeners with a little um, carrot that I'm gonna dangle for our next one we're gonna talk about rediscovery of ourselves and so it's gonna hit on some of what we talked about today but go in a in a different direction also. So I think that'll be kind of fun. Love it, I can't wait. Thanks for joining me on the porch today, Helen. Thank you, Devon.